0: Ariel Hawani's MMA show is presented by Modelo. brewed for those with a fighting spirit. Hello, friends. It's your old pal Ariel Hawani here with another edition of DC and Helwani on this beautiful Monday afternoon. Hope you're all doing well. Of course, we got a lot to discuss coming off that incredible Dustin Poirier versus Dan Hooker fight and all the other craziness going on in the world of MMA, as always. But before we get to all of that, as you may know, something historic happened in the world of sports 10 years ago next week. Why do I know it's next week? Because it was July 8, 2010. My 28th birthday. Yes, I was born on July 8th. And I was so excited that day because I thought that LeBron James was going to sign with my beloved New York Knicks. But as you know, that is the day that he decided to sign with the dastardly Miami Heat. I'm still mad about it, to be honest with you, because I thought he was really going to come to the Knicks. I really thought that day. I remember exactly where I was. I thought he was coming to the New York Knicks. In the end, he does the whole decision thing and uh, signs with the Heat. Anyway, as you may know, everyone's talking about that this week because of the anniversary, and there was a great program on Sunday night on ESPN called Backstory. Well, in the latest episode of the Hoop Collective podcast, my guy, Brian Windhorst, ...tells the crazy backstory to the decision... ...and how LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade... ...were really close to choosing the Chicago Bulls... ...over the Heat... ...which would have actually changed everything as you may know. Can't wait to listen to it. It's out right now. Brian Winhorst and the Hoop Collective. Find it wherever you get your podcast. Alright, on to today's episode of DC and Hawani... ...and a reminder... ...listener discretion is advised. Ladies
1: and gentlemen... Welcome to Ariel Hani's M M A Show
0: Back in your life on this Monday, June 29, 2020. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new edition of DC and Hawani. I'm Hawani. That is DC, Daniel Cormier, in the house. My man, how are you? I'm good, man. How about your show? I'm doing well. Wow, we got a lot to talk about on this Monday oh, morning. Oh, man, DC. it's going to be a good Oh, my gosh. We got so much to talk about coming off of Saturday's event in Las Vegas. Dustin Poirier, Dan Hooker. I called it. I said it would be a fight of the year contender. We'll talk about that, the other uh, fights on the card and other news and notes. Uh, but first, uh, I, I want to give a special shout-out. I want to start the show off with a shout-out. How about this one? Our man Robert Pearson, who made our our picture this week and for the past few months, got engaged yesterday. Muzzle oh, to him. How
1: about that? Good job, Robert. Yes. Good job, man. Congratulations, big time. You
0: getting, getting married. Summer of Robert
1: as well. I mean, Robert has completely blown up. Right, he is now building the graphics for the greatest show on ESPN, and also he's getting married. I mean, hey, dude, he's kind of out punting his coverage here in a little bit. You know. There's a flip side to the coin, so be careful, Robert. Don't take it all in too much.
0: And it's Robert, not Roberts, by the way. It's Roberts.
1: Roberts a, Pearson. I see his Robert Instagram. S. Pearson. Roberts
0: Pearson. <laughs> it's the Roberts.
1: Mission. I actually messaged him, and I said, hey, Roberts, thank you so much. You didn't correct
0: me. <laughs> so no, he maybe, won't correct me. Maybe you're him.
1: wrong. Maybe you're wrong. I said, hey, Roberts, thank you so much, man. I appreciate all that you're doing. And he didn't correct me, so to me it's Roberts. Roberts well, Pearson. Congrats, bud.
0: Mazel Tov. All right. So, uh, like I said, we have a lot to discuss. Uh, let's start with the main event on Saturday. Dustin Poirier defeats Dan Hooker in a five-round affair. I thought it was going to go the distance. I didn't think they'd be able to finish each other because they're just so tough. Uh, l- let me ask you this right off the bat. You know what's so great about this fight? It was amazing, and there doesn't seem to be any controversy. It feels like mm-hmm. everyone thinks Dustin won. Do you agree?
1: Yes, because in the fifth round, it th- the fight was on the table, right? It was pretty clear. Rounds three and four, Dustin won those rounds. Rounds one and two favored Dan Hooker. He he controlled the the pace. He was long. He was landing when he wanted. Into the second round, I was very worried for Dustin Poirier because it looked like it was going in the wrong direction. But then he had a he got a second win or something because it looked like he was fatiguing early. But third round he fought great. Fourth round he fought great, and I thought the fifth round was his best round in the entire fight. And it feels good to have a fight that was so good and people aren't like in an uproar because they don't know who won the fight. It was clear, uh, especially with the way that the fifth round went. It was, it was a great fight though. I loved every second of it.
0: Yeah. I had it three rounds to two for Dustin. First two rounds to hooker. The end of the second round where he like landed 10 straight punches on Dustin. I don't know how he survived that, bro. I was so scared because <laughs> I was so scared. Oh, Dustin's one of my friends, right? Yes. So like
1: I, I, I'm not trying to hide that, but. I was watching him, and there was a time in Dustin's career where he melted when those things would happen, right? When things started to go south, he never would respond as well as he does today. And I think now, man, the finished version of Dustin Poirier is as good as almost anybody in the world. I think he's clearly the second best lightweight in the world. I, I, I'm going to say it. I, I think it. I think it's true. I just think that Habib has kind of separated himself because you got to remember, he beat Justin Gaethje. Who's fighting yep. for the belt next, you know? So, um, big win for Dustin, but honestly, um, hats off to Dan Hooker too for, for what a, a phenomenal performance. I thought both of those guys showed a lot of growth in that fight because you got to remember we've always known Dan Hooker was tough. We saw him take that horrible beating from Edson Barbosa a long time ago, right? And we, we were on the side of the octagon yelling for the start, the fight to be stopped and, and all that, but he, he, he stayed in there. And this weekend, he showed that not only is he tough, but he has now learned to make adjustments to keep himself in the fight uh, much more than he did before. Because if he would have did what he did against Edson, Dustin would have kept just picking him apart. But instead, he 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 kind of reversed, right? He went to his wrestling to kind of slow down and minimize the damage a little bit. And I think that allowed for him to, uh, to stay in that fight because he was taking some big shots.
0: I saw someone say this uh, over the weekend that at some like D- Dustin, I agree with you. You can make a case that he's the second best light win in the world, and his evolution not only as a fighter but as a person as mm-hmm. well. And we'll talk about the great things that he does with the Good Fight Foundation. And um, you know, he got that award over the weekend, the Forrest Griffin Award from the uh, the UFC for his community work. Uh, he's really turned into one of the elite fighters in the sport. But do you, you worry that he takes too much damage in these fights? Like every single one of his fights, even in a victory, he's all beat up, going to the hospital.
1: Yeah, you know, he does take a lot of damage, but it's it's the way that he fights, right? He's, and, and, you know, honestly, man, most guys that are strikers like that and power strikers like Dustin is, they're going to take a lot of damage because in order to inflict the, the, the damage that you want on your opponent, you have to take a lot coming back, and you saw that um, this weekend. Dustin had to kind of go through the fire a little bit in order to eventually get to Dan Hooker in the way that he wanted to. One second. I don't want to mean to pause this, but Tiago, could you, you put that bird in the office, please? No,
0: It's I like love super the bird. loud
1: today, right? No, It's like super loud great. today. I'm sorry. Like That's I'm great. Super, it's, it's like super loud today, and it's like bothering me for some reason. It's because last week, we didn't have the bird. And Wait, it's like happened? now all of a sudden he's back. So I'd rather like put him in the office so I don't have to hear him chirping the whole time.
0: Wait, why didn't you have him last week? He was in the, my room,
1: right? Oh. Selena had him in the room way <laughs> to the back, so I wasn't hearing the bird chirp. And now... The bird like now knows when our show starts, and so he starts chirping as, as loud as he can. But have back to my out, thought.
0: Wait, have you figured out the bird's name yet?
1: I still don't know the bird's name. I've made no efforts. I've never. I haven't made an attempt to try to figure out the bird's name. Even and after that going,
0: clip went viral, you still didn't say. Maybe you it's find Tweety the way Bird.
1: Something. It's too, maybe it's Tweety Bird. I think no. maybe the bird's name is. I don't know the bird's name honestly, but I don't really. uh it's not like on my list of things to find out.
0: And who is this Tiago you keep referencing all the time?
1: Oh, this is Tiago. TB, come here, please, please. I, I want you to meet him. Is it was your 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 assistant or something? No, no. He's my he's my he's my kickboxing training partner. But he's like he's just here. He hey. lives with you? Yeah, he's yes for the training camp. Say hi, hey, what's up? Hello. That's my buddy Tiago right here. <laughs> this is my buddy Tiago Beowulf from Brazil. Wow. Hey. I'm happy to meet you. Man. <laughs> That's hey. my boy right here. You see? We play video games. We do everything. This is my best friend. He's like, so he just hang out with go.
0: you for the entire training camp?
1: Entire training camp. Three months, Tiago will be here. So Tiago passed through San Jose one time. We sparred a little bit. I was like, wow, I like this guy. So I asked my jiu-jitsu coach to hook me up with the kickboxer. Tiago came back, first the Vulcan camp. Um, There was a great picture of me cutting weight and Tiago standing there in his – uh his like swim trunk underwears. Everybody's like, what, who's this dude? I'm like, he's from Brazil. That's what they wear whenever he, he goes swimming, you know? But Tiago's like standing there and then he, he ended up moving to America and working at a gym in New Jersey. Well, now I would say all the gyms are closed. So he gets to spend more time with me in training camp.
0: Well, wow, and, and he lives with you.
1: Lives with me. Yeah. In my guest room. He's the best. Wow.
0: How does your wife feel about this?
1: She loves it. Like she doesn't mind Tiago. Like he's the nicest guy in the world. Seems like like abnormally big. He's huge, right? He's got big old hands, big old feet, kicks hard, wrestles hard. Like he does everything good fighting, but he's just the nicest guy and everything's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) Everything is amazing. It's the best. He's a nice guy. I love it.
0: By the way, um, I'm not wearing my glasses, but you mentioned the training. What's going on? What's going on there on the left eye? Oh, yeah. I got a little, uh, got a little something right
1: there. What is that? Training I got, man, I got cut, I got cut over the eye a little bit, but
0: who did it, Tiago?
1: Tiago got me, dog. We were sparring. Yeah, Tiago got so I'm over here saying he's the nicest <laughs> guy in the world. This dude's giving me a cut over my eye, right? But yeah, I got a little black eye and I got a um but we were sparring and um look man, a lot of guys use the small gloves and they like just touch each other. So it's you're not training, right? You're playing patty cake. Right. So me, when I use the small gloves, I'm like, hit me, like actually hit me so that I have to move my head, so that I have to use my wrestling, fight me almost at, hit me about 75, 80% so that I feel it if I don't do what I'm supposed to be doing. And well, I kicked his leg, inside leg kick, and when he squared up, instead of just kind of standing there, I took a picture, right? I say guys take pictures after they throw their combinations, they stand there and they watch and they they love their work. Well, I took a picture. And as oh. I took a picture, he punched me with a right hand and went inside my headgear and cut me.
0: Dang! Uh, yeah. So you are wearing headgear always?
1: Yeah, always wearing headgear. But that's the thing about the small gloves, right? It can go inside the right. headgear. So I got like a, I got like four, four or five stitches in my eye,
0: but Whoa. it's not a big deal. you're not worried Man, about that?
1: It just means that we're rocking and rolling, baby. I love to fight. I love that's to fight, Ariel. So it just means we're rocking and rolling. We're training hard. We're getting ready. We're getting ready.
0: How long does that take to uh, to heal up?
1: Um, I get my stitches out on Thursday, so I'll still train all week. I'll still train all week. I'll put some, I'll wrap it in tape. I'll put tape. I'll like tape my head, tape my brow, and then I'll just kind of stay away from it as much as I can. I won't like get hit on the face. I'll kind of just be a lot lighter in regards to this, but I'll do a lot of the sparring that most fighters are doing now. You know, everybody's kind of just touching and not really fighting, but Chael said one time in order to get prepared for a fight, you got to fight. And I'm going to have to fight Stipe Miocic. So
0: I'm preparing for him by fighting. How many times will you spar, like full-on spar?
1: I spar now. I have six weeks more to the fight. So I'll do five. I'll do like 15 rounds every week.
0: Wow. So yeah. three sets of five?
1: Three sets of five every week. So 15 times six. I still have now 60 rounds. 60 is 90. Maybe mm-hmm. 90 rounds of sparring. I have 90 rounds of sparring still. And, and how many,
0: like what you do, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday type of thing?
1: Monday, Wednesday, Friday, five rounds, different partners. Every Next round? Week, no, they come in every, now listen, these guys are so good, they got to at least do two, right? So that I can see that what I'm doing is starting to take a toll on them before they get to the switch. Because if these guys are switching every five minutes, it's it, they're too good. They're all right. too talented, all too good to, uh, to do that with. But... I've got some good partners. I've got Tiago, Tony Johnson. Um, and next week, Corey Anderson's actually coming out and, uh, wow. spending the week out here to train. Yeah. First yeah. time? First time because he's tall. He's got great cardio, long. He's got good boxing. So, um, yeah, it's good. I'm excited about that.
0: Will he live with you too?
1: Um, I don't know. I might put him I and mean, he might have a hotel. You know, I don't okay. generally just like have anybody living right, in the house, right, right. but <laughs> I, I probably would, he, you know, plus he probably like his own space. You know, I've sure. got kids and everything. So. Yeah, yeah but we we rolling, man. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting it in.
0: I don't live at people's house. Like I, I would never. Like if you invited me over, I, it's a rule. I don't sleep over at anyone's house. It was kind of weird though, because when you
1: came for the E60, you were like at my house way too long. At one point, I'm like, "Yo, when's this dude leaving?" But it's like you wanted to spend the night, but I'm like, "Yo, you gotta go, man." Yeah, it really is. You were there for hours. Like the interview lasted 45 minutes, and two hours later, you're still sitting
0: there. I'm like, when is Ariel going?" Let me show you my video games. Let me show you this. Let me show you. I'm like, "Yo,
1: when is Ariel leaving?" Wow, you're just sitting there. I'm like, "You're like, hey, man, you want to watch sports?" And I'm like, "Yo, I know you." we're not gonna just sit here and watch sports the time.
0: Like, say time. what about that restaurant you sent me to one of the grossest restaurants i've ever you been didn't to. like that oh my god should we say that? i don't can- want to say the name but listen it was <laughs> you you said to me this is the best mexican food you'll ever it have It is. Here. i went to take a shower in purell afterwards yeah but
1: it does not matter if you took a shower afterwards Disgusting. did you
0: like the food no i couldn't enjoy it you're I, crazy. I had to clean my own table beforehand. It was Dude, so you're gross. You're
1: crazy. Did you not like, but did you like the food?
0: No, I didn't. I you should have took it home. What if you were t- that bothered yeah. Yeah, you know by, by the
1: by the environment, you should have took it back to the hotel and you would have been like, wow, this is actually the best Mexican you've ever had.
0: You know how you know, know if is. the place is clean or not? You go to the bathroom. And let me tell you something about that bathroom. <laughs> One of the most grotesque sites I've ever seen. In my life. I've never been
1: to the bathroom there. Because <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm going, hey, I'm going to the front. I'm going to order my food and then I'm going to go to my house. I only, I always eat at my house. I don't even eat there, but the food is tremendous.
0: Oh, it's horrible. Gilroy. You're
1: crazy. Like you're actually crazy.
0: Listen, I like Gilroy. Everyone hey, smells going, like garlic.
1: You're like, oh, it's disgusting, but you're it's trying disgusting. to convince me to eat
0: matzo ball soup. Oh, <laughs> you would love Dude, it. There's
1: no so, you need, you need salt in matzo. That's one thing, salt and matzo ball soup. It's yeah, like you very can bland.
0: You can do that. That's okay. I, I put salt in mine. That's okay. Yeah. Little chicken, little noodles. You know, yeah, um,
1: this is pretty good,
0: actually. It is nice. It is, it is nice yeah.
1: <laughs> on a cold on a cold winter day. You
0: know, a nice <laughs> bowl of ball does the trick. You know, it does. Chicken soup <laughs> for the soul, as we like to say. In any event, I hope the eye is okay. You know, yeah, it's I, fine. It's yeah. fine.
1: I'm I'm fine. I I think. Uh, and
0: the hair is you looking know, good.
1: I, well, I mean, that's a whole nother story, you know. But I'm ahead of the curve. I feel like I'm 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 training hard. I'm training well. I feel like we've got a great plan in place.
0: Yeah. I'm, I can't I'm, believe I'm it's right. six weeks away.
1: How fast did that go? though? Insane. It went so fast, right? It's like, I remember starting back in Jacksonville. How long ago was Jacksonville? That's Almost when two I started months. to train. Can you believe that? I started to train back in Jacksonville. And I thought, man, I've got 14 weeks to this thing. It's going to be forever. But time's flying.
0: How much are we weighing?
1: Uh, about 242 right now.
0: 242. What
1: do we want to be? Um... So, Tyler Minton was doing my nutrition for the first, like, six weeks of my camp, and now he went home because he's about to have a baby, and Mm. Ian Larios is coming in now, and uh, he's going to do the last uh, six weeks. So, I imagine with the way that I've been training and everything with the diet, I bet I'll be somewhere in the 235 range, 230, somewhere in there.
0: Ian but, Larios, how much do you weigh that guy? 125? I mean, I've never seen a skinnier person in my man, life.
1: Ian's so skinny, but he runs every day. It's so hot in Gilroy, but he's running six, seven miles a day. Oh, but wow. here, listen, listen to this. Look, man, we love Ian. We love Ian. Ian's been on about a, a week uh, drive across the country with his sister, but Ian's not coming directly to my house because you know the rules of Selena Cormier, right? Ian w- Larios w- is getting quarantined That's until right. his COVID res- test comes back. His COVID test has to come back before he's allowed to come into the house with my I wife i respect it
0: i respect yeah. that Just don't very play around much. man yeah no for around. sure i would, get I would back can't... on task sorry 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 uh <laughs> driving the train like lastly all of a sudden you drive the train you get a little credit and now you, you know be the i
1: love the way dc takes charge i was like yeah. you know you
0: know you're the captain okay back to dustin poirier a lot of people said afterwards fight of the year feels like a little bit of recency bias there's a couple out there, and by the way, ESPN.com will have our midyear awards later on this week, so stay tuned for that. But what do you think? There's that one. There's Zhang Lee versus Juani on Jech and people- Josh, last Josh week, Emmett
1: last week. Everybody was saying Josh Emmett, uh, Shane Bur- Shane Burgos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just this phenomenal fight. So I think when you're when the world stands still, because that's what we're still doing right now, right? All sports haven't returned. Um, that everybody's watching the UFC and they go, I've never seen anything like this. And the bigger the name, the more recognizable the name, Dustin Poirier sharing the cage with Habib Nurmagomedov, more people watch. And more people are watching, bigger stars are watching, and bigger stars are going, this is the best fight I've ever seen. And that starts to kind of push its – the narrative starts to spin a little bit. I think uh, Islam Makhachev once told me that he goes – You win fight of, you win performance of the night bonus, but I do the same thing and I do the same thing better. And I'm like, well, I fought at the end of the night. And again, it's more name recognition at the time. And so people kind of get a little excited about, about it, but I think that's what you're seeing now. But honestly, I wouldn't say that it isn't to this point, but you know, it's very close. It's number two. Zhang Wei Li, Yoanna yeah. Young Jacek still for me
0: tremendous the fight of
1: the year, yeah, title fight, still,
0: tremendous fight. It never slowed down. Energy. And look, this will this will sound like I'm not. That, I love that fight, Pori and Hooker. Like I was glued to the TV, right? But Zhang and Yoanna, they kept the pace for the entire five rounds. Also, mm-hmm. super close. A lot of people thought Yoana won. Like mm-hmm. this one was clear cut. And not to say that See, that should and that's, but that's be not. right? But,
1: like you said, I'm glad there's no controversy. But controversy. Helps helps a little bit in the sense that, well, did to win that fight? And also, I think where, where you miss it is um, the only difference for as great as the Poirier Hooker fight was, there were times where there was, there was sustained time spent on the mat, not yeah. really doing all that much. Lee and Yoanna had none of that. It was completely on the feet. Even any takedown lasted five seconds. They were right back on their feet, trading shots. So. Yeah, I would agree still to this point, Wei Li and Jaecheck. I did a detail uh on the ESPN Plus oh. on Wei Li versus Yun Jaecheck and um I just watching it again, I still was like wow, this was just tremendous.
0: Hey, shout out to Detail. You got a Max Holloway episode coming up. I got corporate a Max Jay. Holloway coming up. Yeah, In I got my a Max ear. Holloway Detail. He's all about the corporate plugs. Uh When is this coming out? July 1st. Oh, Wednesday. Happy Canada Day, everyone. On Canada Day, you're dropping a detail? That's huge.
1: Bro, it, I mean, did we talk about this last year or something? Because I I feel like you keep trying to make up holidays. There was no. a holiday you made up, right? There was a,
0: there was <laughs> last a holiday. Week, last week was like Quebec's birthday, the province. No. Now it's no, Canada there was Day. was
1: something. I, I feel like there was a holiday you tried to make up right at the beginning of the show.
0: Oh, Victoria Day. Victoria yeah, like, Day. Well, yeah, yes, like you're that's just making up holidays. Now that you enough. mention it, there's a lot of Canadian holidays. <laughs> this is great. There's also Family Day in like September, October, where you just – are supposed to spend time with your family that's the so whole like, holiday and
1: this dude is just making up holidays and expects me to just say happy victoria's day or something like that i'm not canada doing
0: day's a big one that's like the independence
1: okay well that's good give Wednesday. me the independence days of the world don't give me the the, the, the <laughs> don't give the me the holidays
0: all right fine you know um okay so so fight of the year we'll still give it to Zhang. amazing fight does this performance does this now make DP Dustin Poirier, the King of Lafayette. Like I feel like he's been doing it now a little more actively than you you have been. I feel you know what do you think? Listen, <laughs>
1: Dustin Poirier. Dustin yes. Poirier is the Anik man. Anik called
0: him the King of Lafayette.
1: He but yeah, Anic should call him the King of I call him the King of Lafayette when I'm oh. on TV. You know what oh, I'm okay. saying? It's the same, you know. But the guy the guy, hey, listen, man. The guy's the man I think at this point um I'm about ready to promote him. I'm about ready to promote him and we'll have two kings. We'll have two kings in the city of Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, we're, we're uh, there's a word for that. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but he's the king, king of the South side. I'll be the king of the North side and we're good. But yeah, man, he's the king. Dude, dude does so much for our city. He, he, he represents our city. He loves our city. He, uh, he's the man. He, he's, he really does pers- like, he's the, 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 the example of everything Lafayette, man. Hard work and hard nose, you know, he's just a man.
0: What about the fact that he got a shout up from Lil Wayne afterwards? You see That's that?
1: Not only him this?
0: though. Brendan. Brendan, uh. Brendan Allen? Brendan, Brendan Allen, right? Brendan Allen too, cause he's from,
1: he's from up north. He got a shout up from Lil
0: Wayne? I didn't see that. Yeah, he
1: said, he, uh, Lil Wayne said that, uh, good job, Dustin and Brendan for representing Louisiana in the right way. It was awesome. Have you ever gotten a shout out from Little Wayne? Yeah, I have. You know, I'm not trying to. I, <laughs> I don't want to make, make this about me. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> make this about me. You know, but yeah, I have. It's
0: all What Twitter or yeah, like personal Twitter, text? Yeah, oh, Twitter. okay. Yeah, all
1: that. You know, but you know, it's all good though. You know? Okay, all right. What about uh, these thought... guys, you know, Brendan and Dustin. You know, we're proud of them. You know, the state's proud of them. You know, I'm like, I'm like the Godfather. You know, like I just got kind of, a hey, great job, guys. I yeah. love what you're doing. <laughs> the way you have represented the boot, <laughs> represented our state. I love you guys for it.
0: What was a? Did Dan Hooker come out to Dustin Poirier's old song or something? It was crazy. (laughs) What was that?
1: It was it was crazy, right? Like not only did he not only did he come out to his old song, he came out to Kevin Gates, who is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, who we all love, and people just don't get it. Like 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 Selena even said that she goes, "You guys all love this Kevin Gates," and I don't get it. She goes, "What is it about Kevin Gates?" I was like, he just kind of again, he's he's one of us, right? And yeah, Dustin used to come out to. I don't get tired, and uh, Dan Hook Man. came out
0: to it. Is that disrespectful? So disrespectful.
1: <laughs> so disrespectful. But Dan Hook is playing mind games, right? That's that's kind of like that's kind of part of his thing, you know, trying to play mind games.
0: Did you see that scene after the fight where he's like he's on the stool? The fight's over, and Poirier's like like kind of jawing at him, and it seems like they're about to have like a like a hugging moment. He's like, "You've been talking a lot of smack," and they kind of go forehead to forehead. There, Poirier was pissed. That wasn't Dustin like a had, hey respect man, man. That was yeah. like you just got, like I'm the man yeah. here. It, you so, wait so, over there.
1: Dustin had a little bit of a like, he caught- like in Louisiana we call it feeling played. Like they make you feel played, and like I think he felt a little played. Like like Dan Hooker, you're going to call me out because you think you're going to take my spot. Look, I got to be honest. Like I, I've heard from a few people that thought that Dan Hooker fighting Felder um, before Felder, it was Al. It was like it was almost like he was getting. A lot of people felt that he was getting the ideal types of matchups mm. for him because he was fighting strikers, and he's such a tremendous striker. And Dustin kind of put him back in his place.
0: What about the fact that um this Feld is Paul Felder curse? Have you seen this? Everyone I just who beat saw Paul the other day. I saw. <laughs> loses their next fight,
1: yo. Because Felder takes a lot out of you. I think, like, hey, everybody talks about it, it's a curse. But maybe it's that Felder takes a lot out of you. Even if you win, Paul Felder takes a lot out of you because he's so tough and he's so good, you know. So don't take it as a bad thing. It means that Paul's not leaving these dudes uh the same. Just like the A fight when, I the first, when me and Steve the first time. I think he left a lot of himself in that cage with Francis because mm. he took a lot of big shots, right? So when I was able to hit him with the right shot, it put him out. You can't expect that this time because – He's been another year arrest going into the second fight. A year arrest, so even when I hit him, it didn't have the same effect. I think we leave a lot of ourselves in our prior fight if the fights happen quick after um, the last
0: one. People say the same about Yoel Romero too. Um, when he fought, when when Whitaker fought Israel Adesanya, you know he he'd get beat up fighting Yoel. <laughs> By the way, uh, did you know Dustin? Like, did you guys grow up near each other? No. Did you, you? You're totally different. No. So okay. different
1: time different times. Right. Yeah. Different times. He's 31. But yeah, he's like 10 years younger than me. Yeah. Okay. But he was from the same side of town, right? They I think him and his wife went to Acadian Middle School, which is there's two schools that feed in Northside High School, and it was NP Moss at the time and Acadian Middle School. I went to NP Moss, he went to Acadian, but we all went to the same uh same area, same high school. They're great people, man. Him and Jolie. Jolie's like a, a really nice woman, and I'm I'm just happy for them to be doing as good as they're doing, especially being from where we're from.
0: If it's anyone, hard, now, man, no, I know. Speaking of which, if if you've never seen the documentary Fight Phil, have you ever seen it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen it.
0: It's a tremendous look. I mean, they followed like three amateur guys, and one of them ends up being Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier yeah. In the very early days. And he's dating Jolie at the time. Yep. Um, and you just get to see this young man. And, he was and now in love, he's just, who he turned and out. And still
1: today, he's still as in love with her as he was back then. Yeah, right? You watch it on Fightville, and you can just tell that he's just smitten with this girl. Right. And um, even today, as the star he is, you know, he still is is so deeply in love with her.
0: So after the fight I said Poirier Ferguson that's the fight that I want to see and he tweeted me being like yo man could you let me relax and and not I wasn't saying like let I don't, I don't want the fight to happen tomorrow I'm just saying at some point down the line like that's the fight that makes the most sense Ferguson lost to Gaethje he lost to Habib. you could almost make that a number one contender fight to be honest with you and 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 the other guy gets a second crack am I crazy here do you like something else
1: I like that Dustin told you to chill because the Tony Ferguson fight is just another one of those fights yeah. He's going to have to go through the fire again in right. order to beat Tony Ferguson because Tony Ferguson is so good, right? So it's like we, on one side of your, you, you talk out of both sides of your mouth. You know, you're Ooh. the type of person. You. What? Yes, you. You talk what? out of both sides of your mouth, man. you one of those people. because Don't put like,
0: Mike Perry on me here. Yeah, Mike yeah, Perry you said the said, same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because you said, because you said, Aren't we a little worried about Dustin taking so much damage in the fight? But now you want to stick him into you want to stick him into another one of those fights. You want to put him into another a top twenty guy.
0: You want him to fight some bum?
1: He's the man. I'm not saying that, but it's like you put him into a fight with with Tony Ferguson elbows cut right. We we can't forget that before the Gaethje fight, every guy Tony Ferguson had fought looked like they were in a you know like they were all cut. Not Gaethje though. Exactly. Not Not Gaethje. But that's what I'm saying. Like all that. Right. That's. We still have to remember that as we think about what's next for Dustin. And, yeah, it makes sense. It's a great fight, but he's going to have to go through the fire again. And uh, it's going to get him where he needs to be in terms of his career, earning another title shot. But for people that know Dustin, you'd prefer to see something a little bit different.
0: So you're saying you want to see him fight Connor? You know,
1: that'd be good. I'd like to watch that. You, think, fight, it, you think it
0: changes? You think the fight, the outcome I changes? I think it's a
1: different fight today, right? Dustin's yeah. big. He's strong. I think when he was cut, you know, just as we saw with TJ Dillashaw down at 125, when you're cutting that that massive amount of weight, sometimes your chin doesn't hold up. And I think that was one of those cases where Connor landed a beautiful shot. But Dustin, at that point, was starting to really wear him. He was wearing his time at 145 out. Because how many times did he fight at 145 after Connor?
0: Off. Can you look Off. that up? Yeah, I mean,
1: because I don't think it was many. Because I think after he realized it was time to go up to one fifty five.
0: Corporate Jake, look that up for us, all right? I mean, I'm doing a lot here. Okay, I can't do everything. <laughs> do like, come on, Jake, fact come check on. this guy. Who
1: don't want to do nothing?
0: So, you, so you're saying you're saying he beats Conor? Like, just go out and say it.
1: I'm not saying he beats Conor. I don't know. I'm just saying that. Why he, are you he, afraid to say it? Either you're on no, his side I'm not or you're afraid not. of anything. I'm not afraid of, hey, listen, listen. You're talking about 155-pound fighters. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm telling you that I don't know how to fight plays out today because I think he's more refreshed, right? He's still cutting a lot of weight at 155, and we do know the type of power that Conor possesses. I think it's an interesting fight. I think it's a much better fight today than it was back then, partly due to the fact that he's not depleting himself so
0: much to get to 145. What about Nate versus Poirier? We were supposed to see that two years ago. That's a great
1: one, too. That's another one I would I would sign up for right away. I just think, though, that – and, again, I'm talking as a guy that knows Dustin, right? Like, I'm not talking just like as – I'm talking as a guy that knows Dustin. I prefer to see one of those guys where it's not going to be just another train wreck like we saw last weekend.
0: I can't believe you said –
1: Connor was Dustin's last fight at 145. You see what I'm saying? After that, he went off. See what I'm saying, Ariel? So like, I think he sure. understood after that one, like, I can't cut this weight and be effective anymore.
0: I, I just can't believe you said I talk out of both sides of my mouth. I well, mean, you do. I mean, you're insulting. like, Jake, am I, I wrong? I posed the question. Jake, wait, I posed... Jake,
1: am I wrong, Jake?
0: That's... Jake, am I wrong? If you answer this question. Jake, so wait, am I like, Just, just Jake or, or
1: Jake or TST, am I wrong?
0: No. See, see, what? that is you know what this hurts right now this hurts i am as a straight shooter as it gets oh you
1: right. are a straight shooter but it's like you on the, hey left hand's like showing concern right hand's like let's just throw this dude to
0: i another. asked the question i didn't i didn't weigh in i was fielding i was asking the question you fielded it you didn't and ask i my did opinion. And, and i just asked my opinion as a, you
1: see what i just said was let's put him in let's do something a little bit different because i'm 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 a caring different. individual. This I'm man wants big fights. He's paid well in full.
0: He wants big fights. Yeah, he ain't paid
1: in full. I love and I actually, I love the paid in full. I love yeah. all that. I love Dustin's whole I'm thing. I'm trying to bro. put him
0: in a big fight. I don't want to disrespect the man. If I would have come out and said Dustin Poirier should fight, you know number 16 ranked guy it would be like how dare you disrespect him blah, blah, so you blah, care blah, about
1: blah. what everybody's saying though
0: no i'm just, I'm just <laughs> you know, so you are oh,
1: wow this dude's reading the comments are yeah, you reading the comments i though? do
0: sometimes unfortunately <laughs> i will admit sometimes worst decision of my life Ooh, i've got you time.
1: reeling today boy i've got you really well today. no
0: no no because you're bringing up feelings um about something that mike perry said about me last last week what so did let he me say? just say Mike Perry did an interview with me last week. Platinum Perry. I've always been a platinum guy. I've given mm-hmm. him the platform before anyone was given him the platform. I was on that bandwagon long before it was cool to be on the platinum bandwagon. He does an interview with me and apparently gets a little bit worked up because I'm asking him about his, I think, ex-wife, girlfriend situation. First, let me just say, if you put your private life public, it is fair game to ask about these things. Am yes, I wrong? It is. Yes, it is. Nope, his you're right. wife was in his corner for all his fights. Like She was a big part of who he was. Her name was the platinum princess right like his, i don't know if yeah. she still calls herself that but like she was a part of his story right thing, yeah and all of a sudden if you follow him on social media it's all about his new girlfriend very happy It was for him.
1: fast it was fast it was too fast
0: yes yeah. and now he says that he's gonna have her in a corner which is like somewhat different right and he got mad at me for asking this so he goes on an interview the next day i think it was with that show ufc filter something like that he goes on this show and he's like uh yeah Oh, Hawani texted me after and he's like, are we cool and everything? I'm like, yeah, you hung up. Like you ended the interview. Of course I would ask you for cool. He hung up on you? Yeah. And really? He's, like, oh, he's the kind of guy who talks behind your back and stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I I'm never like, said you talk behind your back. Yeah, but it's bringing up all these emotions. All right. Are you sad? Well, I felt I felt I'm a sorry. little betrayed, little buddy,
1: little buddy. <laughs> I apologize, little buddy. I don't know not by you,
0: but I'm saying you. When I heard that, I was like, Mike how can, how could you say this? <laughs> you made your private life public. I asked you about it, and then you got upset, and now you're saying I talk behind your back. When have I talked When have I? When have I talked smack about Mike Perry? When? 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 Hey, bro. When? Let me
1: say. Let me just say this. I hear you. I hear you, I hear you. Sorry, I got worked up. But my brother, you don't need no, you don't need any more enemies, man. You don't need any more enemies. Like, just stop right now. You don't need any, Ariel, Ariel, listen, I only got two fists, man. I got one for Darren Till, and I got one for, uh, who's the other one? I gotta, oh, I gotta take care of Marvin Vittori. I got Marvin Vittori <laughs> and Darren Till. I have only two hands, Ariel. I can't fight all of your
0: battles, man. Listen, I made it this far without you helping yeah. me. I don't need your help anyway, alright? Well, I'm going on oh, my own. All right? You're about
1: to be my enemy here in a second yeah. if you don't slow
0: down. Uh Okay, we'll talk about Mike Perry here in a second, but first I do let me want to talk you. about Mike Perry. Yes, yes. Uh Let me tell you about our good friends over at Modelo. Modelo Especial. Why do you grab your phone every time I go for the read? Like, can you not go an hour without grabbing your phone?
1: No, no, no. Because because I'm trying to schedule my training for today. That's it. Like I'm just trying to schedule to my training. In. You
0: need to be locked in. On this I'm program, locked in, dude. Okay? I, love like, I love this. Like I love this more than anything. While you do your anyway, Um can you hit the music, guys? <laughs> <laughs>
1: is this playing
0: like is it no it's not is it's the music wins. you guys not. just trying to play it it's, it's just me God, no, no, I, I mean i've been asking it for like four weeks no one seems to have uh, found it anyway uh Modelo's brewed for those with a fighting spirit Modelo's the official beer of ufc and also partners with ufc double champ amanda nunez she's got the fighting spirit you know who else has the fighting spirit dan hooker and Dustin poirier whether it's New Zealand or Lafayette, Louisiana, it doesn't matter where you come from. It matters what you're made of, just like all great beers. And Modelo's a great beer, if you ask me, right, DC? It's
1: a great beer, but yeah, I haven't I had it in a while.
0: Yeah. I haven't had it
1: in a while. I'm hurting, man. I need some Modelo. Yo. But only Yo. for fun and social. I don't drink it for anything else. I just like to have social fun. One Modelo it's nice
0: few extra points to build on here. Modelo has been the gold standard. Hey, stop,
1: stop. stop. You did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, just,
0: okay. I, just, okay. I just wanted to make sure you were paying attention. Uh, Modelo has been the gold standard since 1925. Mm. Modelo is a crisp Pilsner style lager that set the standard for authentic Mexican beer. Modelo uses premium hops to give the golden lager its crisp taste. So, when you're watching the next big UFC fight, UFC 251, July 11th in Abu Dhabi, Yaz Island, make sure you have a crisp Modelo Especial within reach. Modelo. Modelo Especial. Root for those with a fighting spirit. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports Chicago. Now, back to Platinum Perry. He wins his fight against Mickey Gall. He has his girlfriend, Latore Gonzalez, in his corner. I have never been more excited for a round to end. And then they went to commercial on us at the end of the I first know. round. Did you see that? Oh, uh, but then we I got it between the bad. second and third. What did you make of that whole scene? <sighs> I was one of the people,
1: right? So I was one of the people when he was like, I'm only bringing my girlfriend. I was one of the people. I was like, man, this is not going to be good. This is going to be good. Um, but then, um, <laughs> then he, he looked great. Yeah, He looked great. <laughs> I texted Dana in the middle of the fight. I go, Mike Perry looks great. It's like he looked physically great. He looked too strong for Mickey Gall. His grappler, I mean, he, Mickey, it's supposed to be striker versus grappler going into this fight, right? But Mike Perry's completely dominating every exchange, even on the ground. I mean, I thought he looked phenomenal. But I was one of those people that was like, man, this dude's going out there with his girlfriend. And again, I was one of those guys that it, it came up on very fast, right? This whole new girlfriend thing, it came up on very fast because as you said, it was a big part of his story, him and his wife, you know they were always together, and it was just different but I'm happy the guy's happy, you know some people need a uh, he needs that he seems like a guy that needs to be happy.
0: It was so great, like I mean he's such a character I mean you can't help but watch when he is fighting right it's huh? it's the dancing on the way to the cage, it's dancing in the cage, it's the trash talk, it's his look, it's his girlfriend in the cage, and she's just like. You you can tell she doesn't know what she's doing and she's no. trying her best. She's trying to be more <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. And You're doing to- great.
1: Like yeah. hey, yo, listen, like, yo, listen. I can be in the ring. You're doing great. Yeah. Somebody that Bob says that I'm slapping him. I'm like, Bob, give me some give me some give me some direction here. But she just said, you're doing great. And Mike seemed to love it. But the weird, the craziest thing to me was, Mike's like giving all the instructions. He's like, just put water on my neck right here. (laughs) Give me a little drink. It's like Mike's giving,
0: Mike's cornered himself. Mike actually cornered himself. It was, it was amazing. Now, is it possible that Mike Perry's a genius because he got two cornermen <laughs> for this fight? He had Bisping and Dominic Cruz there talking to him throughout <laughs> the entire fight. This was the one time to try this out, right? This is the one time that you go cornerless because you got the mm-hmm. announcers there. I mean, Poria was talking to Bisping in the middle of the fight as well. He was I also, things that he said. I actually think Perry's not getting enough credit for this. I think I also
1: a- think that I also think that Mike Perry understood that this was the fight to do that. There wasn't really much danger in him getting knocked out. Um, and watching the grappling, right, he understood that Mickey Gall just wasn't experienced enough and didn't he didn't provide enough threat, right? So Mike figured he would do his thing. I think people forget, man, some of the wins that Mike Perry has on his resume. The betters didn't. The odds makers didn't. He's yeah, he a massive sense. favorite going yeah. into the fight. Right. But the general public was almost acting like Mickey Gall was supposed to run through this dude. And Mike Perry just showed him that, hey, listen. You, you guys can get excited about these young prospects, but he's nothing to play with.
0: So he wins the fight. <laughs> he, not only does he win the fight, he, uh, his post fight interview was just incredible. It was, it, was, it was reminiscent of Nick Diaz. I don't know if you remember when he it. But beat, it was true though. He's he saying everything that's true. Yes, yeah, about the Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything that's true. You know, this all is this is absolutely true. No, it's I know. Absolutely
1: Listen. true. It's, it's crazy. Just like, So Mike Perry, because his delivery isn't polished, right? Like him and Nick, Nick is over there just talking. And Nick Diaz will talk and like he'll say a thousand words and really he only needed maybe 20. Right. But Mike Perry's the same guy. You know, he'll talk, talk, talk. But inside of that, inside of all those words, they're saying things that really are true. And um, they're making great points. But yeah, man, he, he, you know, he doesn't like his tax situation. But now he's going to go find a team and he's going to go find some coaches. So maybe this is a, a a savings situation, right? Not the his girlfriend's name is Latori. Yeah. He doesn't have to pay Latori, right? He'd have to Hopefully pay some not. coaches.
0: He doesn't Hopefully.
1: have to pay Latori. So it's like he can she cornered him. They're, they're, it seems as though they're building their life together. So, you know, they're in this thing together.
0: What well, w- would you suggest that he doesn't go find a team? I mean, it worked out really well.
1: No, no, no. no
0: what? Well, no. <laughs>
1: No, don't do this again. Cause the fights are only going to get tougher. Imagine the Tory out there when he's fighting Santiago Ponce nivio Right. Right. Like imagine that, right. Like just a guy fighting and with no actual guidance. You know, I know Mike feels like the, he said something to the effect of the coaches want to feel like they said something to help you win the fight. But what about when it's going bad and you need your coaches to kind of give you some direction in, 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 in how you're supposed to change the way it's going or, just, you know, make adjustments, he wouldn't get that from his girlfriend.
0: Okay. So then let me, let me bring up this. Is it hypocritical on Nevada's part? A week after they tell me they're going to investigate Robert Drysdale for his handling of the Max Roshkov situation. And we talked about that a lot last week. Is it hypocritical to now allow someone who has no experience as a coach corner, no MMA experience, be the lone corner person for a fight? Like, how could you be against how Robert, or at least look into how Robert handled that situation and just license any person? Shouldn't there be some sort of, you know, and I'm asking you, you're the expert, you've been there, you, you've you had to choose corner. Like, shouldn't there be some kind of, I don't know, vetting process, some sort of process in place where people who actually have experience are put in these three slots?
1: I believe that while it was fun last weekend, it's not something that should. Be repeated by not only Mike Perry but just anybody. You know, I think when you go into battle, you need experts in the field that you're competing in. People that know what they're doing. You need a jujitsu guy. You need a You need a, a striking guy. You need coaches that um that know what they're doing and that can guide you. Um, I don't. I really. I I thought honestly when he was saying all this, I thought somebody would step in whether yeah. it be from Nevada or the UFC, and be like, hey, man, we don't know if this is right. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if we can, we're going to allow this. But it happened. But I, I would probably want to see somebody step in if this starts to become a thing.
0: Mm. Uh, he's still a lot of fun. I, I hope he, he – like. It seems like he's got a massive chip on his shoulder because people maybe troll him on on social media, and he talks about the haters all the time. And Darren Till has been terrorizing him. What's or, up with him and Darren Till, bro?
1: Like, what's up with Darren Till, dog? Like, what is up with Darren Till?
0: Darren I don't tripping, know how to man. answer that question. What is? I don't. I mean, you can go a million. Darren ways. Till is tripping, man.
1: Darren Till is tripping. Why, man? This dude's changing his profile picture every day. He is just terrorizing Mike Perry, bro. It is bad, man. He's after you, and he's after yes. everybody else. Like, what is he's going on, on fire. with Darren Till? He's man? on
0: fire on social oh, media.
1: Darren Till needs to chill out, <laughs> man. <laughs> somebody give he's got a fight. I was gonna say, somebody give Darren Till something to do. Yes. Dude's, got, dude's getting ready for a fight in the midst of all that, just He's just being like an absolute online terror, man. Like, somebody Have get- you seen Darren
0: when Till. he changes his face?
1: He changes his face on everything. He was been asking the other day, man.
0: He did you he, guys. He did you and Joe he, and, and John he, Anik. He,
1: in the, dude, when you're, <laughs> oh, what is going on with Darren Till, man? Like seriously, he, that's he, all I, I can think about every time I see him. I'm like, man, what's up with this dude?
0: Yeah, he is crazy, and he kills Perry. He created a <laughs> fake account just to keep terrorizing him. Why? Because,
1: I don't what know. What did my Perry do to him, man? What did my Perry do to Darren Till?
0: <laughs> Remember, <laughs> we thought we were going to get that fight in Poland, and Perry jumped up on the on like the cage thing, and per, uh, Till started like hammering his head into the cage. It was incredible. But then they kind of went their separate ways. I, I don't know. I, I, I have to say he's very entertaining as well. Like I can't. Of all the Fight Island, oh, I can't believe I said that. You uh, ah, did. You let it. it slip. You broke. You broke. Uh, you, you broke. I kayfabe, can't believe I dog. said that. Uh, you broke kayfabe. Uh, I'm you broke so kayfabe, mad at myself. How'd
1: so you break mad. it? Uh,
0: you broke k kayfabe, dog. You're not supposed to picture. like there too. Uh, no, no. I'm okay. I, I'm mad that I said Fight Island.
1: Oh, Fight Island, there. Yeah. So you put, broke kayfabe with Fight Island and Vendarin too. I can't believe I said
0: that. I, hey. I I put a moratorium on my life that I would never say Fight Island ever again because it's well, not really Fight Island.
1: Can, well, well,
0: it's well, not really Fight Island. First
1: off, wait, first off. Don't tell me you fell that.
0: for that too. First
1: off, first off, you can say that, but you have to admit, boy, that cage looks nice on that beach, doesn't it? Yeah, you, it, saw does. it? you saw it. You saw it. You saw it. You saw it. You saw it? Fight Island. You saw that cage on the beach? Yeah, it looks nice. I mean, I wonder who's that's actually going to step happening. foot in it. Yeah, that's what's happening. That's the that is where the fights are happening.
0: Are you serious?
1: This is what's happening. Fight Island, is baby. Is this like? I, is this like I, a
0: couple of months ago when you pretended you didn't know, but you yeah, really did know? This is
1: a. This is the. T- this is the words going across. Fight Island baby comma? <laughs> fight island boy let's go
0: is it fight island comma baby or is it just fight island baby because then fight it's island baby meetings. let's go <laughs> let's go fight island baby so, so wh- wh- who's your source
1: listen man i think as i get into the media yeah, yeah. i'm not supposed <laughs> to tell sources you know that's like one thing yeah, i didn't sure. know initially with you so like when right. i would give you things you would go to my source I I will tell you the source, then you would just go to my source.
0: You're bringing up a lot of hard feelings here. First you say (laughs) I talk out of both sides of my mouth, which where I come from is a huge insult. Now you're saying I reveal sources? That's like the number one insult. You take my sources. What do you mean I take your sources?
1: You'll be like, D.C., what's this? And I'm like, oh, man, this guy told me. And the next yeah. thing I know, the dude calls me like I spoke to no, Ari. That's, not, that's
0: <laughs> not true. Tell me who said that to you. Who said it? Reveal that source. No, because <laughs> then you're going to call him, like I said. I will. Um, but, you, <laughs> you, but you just said you texted Dana in the middle of the Perry fight, so I feel like that's your source. My source best.
1: is Dana's picture on the Internet. Okay. I fell for the picture because it's real. Why would he lie?
0: Well, no, he said when like he – Stop. i'm not answering that question <laughs> i'm not going there now you're just trying to trick me you're trying to get me fired you're just trying to make this a dc show get rid of me now i know your style listen i can't do it without you hey i can't do it without you. i appreciate that thank you uh when he made the announcement he said there's going to be a cage on the beach for training purposes and promotional purposes brilliant. Oh, it's
1: brilliant it's brilliant on his part
0: but yeah it's not happening there you know that as well as wait that. i didn't realize that so that's the training cage yeah and who's going to train there in a hundred degree weather
1: I would if I was cutting weight. I'd go out there and get a good sweat. You'd be sweating in no time.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, it's really hot there, like really hot. Imagine how hot that mat is going to be.
1: I've never been to Abu Dhabi.
0: Never in your life? Nope.
1: I mean, but you gotta understand, like that's not not a place that everybody goes, you know. Like you're going, like oh, you've never been. It's like it's not <laughs> not abnormal that I haven't been to Abu Dhabi. That's, there are a lot of people in the world that have not been to Abu Dhabi, though. Like, what?
0: well, there's been several. years. like
1: you're like you're in the leaders, though, right? You're like, oh, I've been to Abu Dhabi. You know,
0: like, 2010, everybody. baby, I was there, first ever event, <laughs> UFC 112, Anderson. Oh, Daniel,
1: I, and I hope you enjoyed. The, I hope you enjoyed the main event too.
0: Yeah, it was a great – it was a great – actually, that event was the turning point in my career because there were no North American journalists there, and they didn't broadcast the post-fight press conference on any sort of platform. So I live-tweeted it. I started the night with 4,000 Twitter followers. I ended with 7,000 because, because wow. remember, that was the one where Dana got mad at Anderson, right? And Ed yeah, because the
1: fight was so bad.
0: Huge moment for my career. It was actually a major turning point. Every wow. fighter had their own trailer because the fight happened outside on Yaz Island in the middle of the desert. Every fighter had their own little trailer. And that's where, and I remember, I remember talking to Phil Davis after the fight. And he was sweating so much because it was so humid there. like He was just dripping with sweat. And uh, that was April. Now they're fighting in July. So it's even worse. You know what I mean? But it was a great experience. I enjoyed it. It was no beach or anything like that. So I don't know where that picture was. <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, that's that. So I, I knew you were going to get all excited. So, okay, Mike Perry wins. Dustin Poirier wins. Can I tell you what the real highlight of the night was?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Neither of those situations what max holloway's hair
1: oh my goodness did you see that (laughs) did you see max
0: holloway's hair the first thing i did when i saw that i reached out to max and his manager chris and uh confirmed that he is keeping the hair for the fight i actually i have a
1: picture of holloway in my phone because we were on facetime and i was like bro what is going on with your hair and i screen grabbed him and yeah, I, I just thought that at this point he would have cut it. Because I think they're opening up places and Holloway just don't want to cut his hair. It's a you don't
0: like it look? I I
1: actually think it's a good look. I think it's amazing. Okay. I think it's amazing. <laughs> he looks so tired though. That picture that we posted, he looks all tired and, and fatigued. But that dude's got some hair on his head, huh? And
0: I mean who knew that his hair could even grow like that? Like he looks like a guy who's been playing video games all night.
1: That's all he do. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Max looks like he lives in his mom's basement playing video games the whole time, live streaming on Twitch. So you guys are really tight like that? Yeah, he's my boy, man. Max Holloway's my
0: boy. We like talk you, a lot. You talk on the phone, FaceTime and stuff. Yeah,
1: we FaceTime, we talk, check in, bring him out. We had plans to go to Disneyland uh at the end of December with our families, but I ended up having something to where it couldn't go. But him and his family went. Salim and I just didn't make it, though. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a really nice dude because he's very pure, right? Like, he's what you see is what you get. Like, you don't see – I don't get a different – you don't get a different Max Holloway in personal opposed to what you get
0: on on TV or, or what the people see. He's the same guy. You know what's amazing about that? I'll be honest. I've been trying to talk to Max for a long time. Like, he hasn't done any interviews since that fight in December, right? He hasn't done anything. And if you look at his social media, he's not really talking about the fight all that much. Of course, the, the Volkanovsky fight on July eleventh. And they do this countdown thing, two-minute thing, and everyone explodes because of his hair. And then I'm like, you know what? Like, and I was saying this to his magic, like, he doesn't really have to do interviews. He just did he just got more attention for that fight than any interview would ever bring him just for his crazy hair. Well, even just like Max Holloway, man, he
1: he people are drawn to him. When we did that poll for detail, and I asked who you want? Holloway, Cejudo, and a couple other people. It was 70% of 25,000 votes from Max Holloway in yeah. like two hours, you know? So, um, it was, it was a landslide, you know? He does, uh, connect with
0: people. And he now he's got like this his, new haircut. It's awesome. doesn't feel like his stock has dropped since losing the belt.
1: Some people can be like that, right? Like you lose the belt and you think your world's about to turn upside down, but it doesn't. It, it doesn't really change all that much because of, who you are and who you were to the division. I think Max is one of those guys. But if you're Max Holloway or Team Max Holloway, um, I know Alexander Volkanovsky saying just beating Max Holloway is not enough this time. And Alexander Volkanovsky is as good as they come. You know, He's a champion for a reason, and he he wins in the way that he does for a reason. But if you're Max Holloway and people that support Max Holloway, you got to feel good after rounds four and five Max won, you know, and mm. I think they showed the, uh, scorecards of the last fight. And I think a lot, it was 48-47 quite a bit because Max won four and five. So, um, you gotta feel good about his chances going into this rematch if you're Team Holloway.
0: Uh, you weren't on the broadcast, but I did catch you slipping on Saturday. How? Huh. Speaking of those countdown things, cause they played one, I believe. <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> you know what I'm so talking about? okay. So you're going, so you're, you're Aljamain Sterling though. So you're Aljo, right? So you going to well, do, you going to pull an Aljo on me. What do you mean? Because I said something to the effect that Peter Yan, Peter Yan, yes. has dominated every fight he's ever been in, so he gets no, no. hit
0: one time. No, 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 no. It was the same clip, but you didn't notice how how they slipped up. No, I didn't see it. He got dropped. Nope. You said tonight. I said tonight. You said tonight because when you do those, they tell you to say tonight, right? But that's but they, not on me. I know they the kept it. In, but it was that's weird. Why you
1: Yes. Why would you I, bring that up? Well, <laughs> he, you're
0: terrible. You're going to cost somebody their job. No, they've done it before. They, they've done it before. Oh, I just thought okay. it was funny. Say, you're going to cost years.
1: somebody their job, man. You're terrible. Why well, I no, I mean, listen. So Aljamain got on because I said Piotr Jan has dominated every fight that he's – every second of every fight he's been in. And then somebody goes back and gets a clip in 2018 where he gets knocked down for like one second. It's like oh. a flash. He but he dominated after? the entire fight. He still dominated the entire fight.
0: Where do you, where he come after you on on social media?
1: Yeah, Aljo did. The champ came after me. Aljo came Uncrowned after. Crown champ. I said Aljo. Aljo. <laughs> I said Aljo. I said That's how you doing me now? He was like, Nah, you did it for you. You did it to yourself, dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like saying tonight. Like <laughs> like,
1: saying yeah, tonight? I did. I, did. I did. Well, Two I might. It's a different take. You know, maybe
0: July 11 uh, tonight.
1: Yeah, maybe it was a different. It was a different take. You know.
0: Yeah. Should have yeah, been yeah. used. Sure, sure. Uh, John Volante with the dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: fell asleep I actually so, fell asleep in the fight Like I was uh, tired man I fell asleep in the fight
0: and then, Poor um, John Vellante man Everyone making fun of his body That's I not know, funny man Let no, him fight man He I know. was doing good He was he doing, was doing good. good He was, this he close was actually to doing good him. I felt huh? so bad when he lost too He was this close to finishing Bro, Can
1: him. I say something Yeah Can I say something He gets caught in that, that triangle thing from the bottom right Bro Ali Abdelaziz Does this to everybody See, he does this to everybody, bro. This bottom, and I don't know what it is. It's like a, it's like an arm triangle from the bottom, right? And you don't feel like you're in trouble. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is actually getting kind of tight. So he, he went on Twitter and said, if you've been tapped by this, say something. So I'm like, Ali, I've never tapped to it, but I'm here to admit one time I let him, I let him. Get it in because I didn't think, oh, this is nothing. And he did get the submission. So I'm just going to give him his wow. little moment right now. Just He's made his life.
0: Put, Our yeah, number one. I'm giving fan. him his
1: moment. I'm giving him his moment right now. But the reality is I let him put the move on because I thought, oh, this is no danger. And then he ended up getting a little light you tapped, submission.
0: You tapped to Ali.
1: I didn't tap. I didn't, I tapped because I wanted to make him feel good. I didn't tap because it was tight. Let's just put it like that.
0: Why would you give him that? That satisfaction.
1: He's my boy. I like Ali Abdelaziz, Man, he's our cool. number one he's, fan. He watches every week. Boy. He's my boy. He's your bo- He's my boy. He's your boy. Ali is oh. everybody's guy. He's the man. No, I
0: don't know about that. We were yeah, once boys.
1: Guys, hey, you guys were boys, and I'm. It's my job to bring you back together. You think I'm bringing bring you together? two back together?
0: Mm, I don't know about that one. Listen, I'm. I'm. I'm open for business. I've been here the whole time. I'm not <laughs> the one who changed. All right, I'm not the one who changed.
1: You're a trippin', bro. You just like it's like I can't even save you from yourself, man.
0: I'm the same it's like old no guy. What right here. Trying,
1: I can't save you from yourself, man.
0: I'm the same old guy. I haven't changed. I'm as loyal as it gets, right? Loyalty, right? Loyalty.
1: Number one word in my life.
0: Number one.
1: <laughs> Number one word in my life, so you better be careful with that loyalty because I'll be watching you. Yeah, hobnobbing with everybody else in sports center. You yes. hobnob on first take. You hobnob no. with Chael. I watch you. You hobnob this, everywhere. <laughs> you better loyalty is the number one in my. You know book. who I
0: want to hobnob with? Who Tanner Boser this guy you like
1: this guy like you, know, you have <laughs> been beating this dude's drums since saturday Like you have been beating this guy's drums since saturday like, i love least...
0: this guy it doesn't get more canadian than tanner boser of boneyville alberta this guy has oh, the... okay
1: now it all makes sense yeah, i had no idea the guy was from canada oh man.
0: yes he's a cra- he's got the mullet he's missing his tooth and it's not like your tooth on the side over there you still have that missing tooth or did you fix that no
1: it's gone man
0: it's gone look at yeah, that smile a long time ago uh he speaks very bluntly. He says he was drinking with Maurice. I mean, the guy is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just cracks me up. I don't know what it is about him, but I like Tanner Boaster. So if I can hobnob with someone, I'm choosing him. All right? I
1: mean, you've been doing this since Saturday. I'm like, who is this Tanner Boaster that Ariel's in love with? Boaster ain't no hoser. <laughs> You're so crazy, bro. <laughs> I How mean, about this this, no. this hour's going super fast because you've been on
0: fire today. I've been on Hey, what about that thirty-seven thousand dollar bet on Kay Hansen? You see that? How brave was that guy? And dude You see the picture
1: of him? Dude went to get his money with a big old (laughs) Louis Vuitton luggage. Dude got a Louis Vuitton duffel bag with just thirty-seven grand in it, like fifty-seven grand in the Louis Vuitton bag. Dude's just standing there like so uninterested too. Like he probably the girl probably walked up to him. He's like, I wonder who that is. He just looked at a name on the paper and bet it, right? Is that well, what
0: it was? Why would you pick that fight of all fights? And also, she was losing the first round, right? I thought Jin won the first round. Second round, obviously, um, was all was K. Okay, and then she gets a sub in the third. But, like, of all the fights to bet on, why that one?
1: Okay, can I talk? Can I say something be Uh-oh. completely honest? Yes. My mm-hmm. knowledge of that fight is the picture. Because before that I don't know what happened. I didn't watch the fight. I didn't okay. watch that. Uh, so you're talking about the first round and the second round. Oh, you have no idea I what I'm talking about. I have no idea. I thought the guy was just saved the whole time with his bet because I thought this would be Rhonda commented, so I she thought did. maybe it happened fast. Like remember Rhonda used to have the stopwatch? Yeah like I don't know. I don't know no, what happened. No, no. Uh, I, she I'm subbed in the watch
0: third watch. round. No, it's cool. You only check in like out at the main card when you're not working, right?
1: I'm one of the I'm like the Lakers fans. You know, like yep. the Lakers <laughs> games, off first quarter, second quarter is empty, third fourth, and fourth, it's just full. I'm a Lakers fan, though. I got to be. I, I At one point, I became one of those new Saints fans, like where you just don't watch till the end because we were mm. winning so much, you know? Right. Yeah, it's, it's sad. Round. I'm one of those people.
0: So you even missed your boy, Luis Pena? I did or that, watch is that, that, is that one. Is that a touchy subject?
1: No, no. I watched that one because I was in my garage working out my son. They were doing a wrestling practice, and uh, we had the iPad on the floor. So.
0: Okay. Is that a touchy subject? No. No. You, you I watched.
1: Yeah, I said I watched the fight. You know, I watched Luis because I made I made an effort to watch Luis's fight. Right, I know him, so I he made is, an effort so to cool. watch.
0: Like, him. No hard feelings.
1: No, 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 no hard feelings at all. Like I mean, you though he left the team, he no, he called me on on Friday before the weigh I missed it because it was like super early. I called him back. He never got back. But no, I, I have no hard feelings about him moving down to Florida. It was a good move for him. It was it, you know it was hard up here. It's very maybe expensive was, to live in California.
0: Maybe he was calling to tell you why he left the team and that there are hard feelings. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. He's
1: fine. Luis is yeah. a good kid. I like him. Anyway, shout out to that guy. You, wow, was... you are just an instigator. I don't think I've ever met anybody as bad as you. It's like it's like it's like you spin a web, and then like all of a sudden I realize I you're instigating
0: know. me. I just wanted to know if there were hard. You, we've it's never talked about this. Though. All of a sudden, wow. the guy was like a part of Gilbert. Wasn't he uh roommates with Deron Win?
1: Yeah.
0: Should we yeah. talk about Deron Win? Because well, I, I would... found out. I found. Fi- <laughs> <laughs> no, should I not go there?
1: Oh, so you're gonna try to say that I got a ghostwriter? No, think no, Deron, I, so you, you,
0: no, 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 no. You got the I, wrong guy. I was just talking about something else. What are you talking about?
1: You're gonna try to tell me that the Ron is my ghostwriter for my jokes, right? That's what you're I, gonna say. I would never say that. That's exactly what you were gonna say. <laughs> That's exactly what you were gonna say, though. No,
0: no I, what do you mean, ghostwriter?
1: Nothing, man. I'm not saying anything about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're trying to do right now. You're horrible.
0: The Ron Wynn said, you know, he's trying, listen, when I, when someone tries to take credit for something, I like to go to the source and know what's what. So That's, what did the Ron Wynn tell you? He said that he writes all your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, basically, he said the reason you got as far as you got in your broadcasting Ooh. career is because you feed him lines all the time throughout the show. That is nonsense that is absolute nonsense now Would you like to respond to the accusation
1: at, there are times where we'll be sitting together and talking and if one of my friends says something funny I'll write it in my notepad on my phone and store it in my back pocket in case it's ever needed you know but okay. no
0: I do not openly take with permission nonsense. um I wouldn't say permission okay <laughs> once it's out there it's like a rebound anyone yeah, can grab it's a rebound.
1: it I got a group message where I take jokes out of all the time, and then the guys get mad at me because they say, I thought this was a safe space. I'm like, yeah, nothing safe would be, man. Hey, listen, you, you're the one with the platform.
0: If you could use it, use it.
1: Yeah, let me use the platform to make your guys' jokes popular. What, hey, what does it matter that people think it's mine?
0: What about, did you see this interview last week, John Jones and Steve O? No, I didn't watch it. What happened? <laughs> I love how your mood changes drastically every I time. I just like.
1: kind of saw, like, I saw Steve O about to get his ear hit with a oh, hammer, and that? I just tuned you see out.
0: That? Disgusting! I just tuned out. Did you see the, what, the the aftermath of that?
1: No, I didn't see it. I didn't oh. see what happened. I was like, they're gonna hit his ear with they a hammer.
0: Did and his, his ear. ear was all bloody. It's disgusting. It bled. Yes, he wants to get cauliflower ear, but he's going about it like he he had a uh, Chuck Adele hit him with a golf club. It's it's horrible, right? Why would you do that? because that's like 46
1: it's because he doesn't want to work for that cauliflower ear Hey, the cauliflower ear is a a trophy for us right years and years spent on the mat putting in the hard work and but man i can't believe that i didn't watch it though i didn't watch so anyway uh, he did this
0: interview with john and john said he's he's willing to sit out two to three years if he has to um he's not bending he's uh he's sticking to his guns on this one I, i was wondering if you you believed him
1: you know, at this point, man, I think we have to take these guys at their word. You know, I think you have to take these guys at their word, and ultimately, and ultimately, if you're the UFC, then you let them, right? And it's like a game of chicken. Let's see who comes back to the table first. I mean, that's really what it is now. You know, and I, you know, there's been a number of times where people say, after this guy, after this guy, after this guy, there'll never be what's going to happen to the UFC, right? When Chuck and Tito and all those guys were gone, everybody thought it was over. George St. Pierre, Brock Lesnar, everybody thought it was over. Then here comes Conor McGregor. There's always somebody else that's going to connect with the fans. So if you're the UFC, play chicken. Let them play chicken. If you want to sit out, go ahead and sit out. We'll see who comes to the table first. But the reality is I do believe Jones. And I believe that Jones is in a much better situation to do that than most people. So I think i to nope. take these guys at their word now.
0: You know, what's the key thing in the UFC's favor here. They don't need him right now. They've no. got all their shows booked until September. Then, come September, you got Habib coming back. Then you've got Israel and Paulo. Like, there's a good chance they don't need him till November or so. And then, who knows? A Connor's hopefully going to come back at some point. And so, by
1: November, and by November, you're starting to re, re go again. Same does, yeah. You're starting to go again, right? Like, so it's like they haven't had a November, single
0: conversation. By the way, is what and, I'm and told. And here's
1: and here's and here's the deal. I know it's sad. I know it's uh it seems as though it's me being bitter, but they've had to learn to do it without him before. So Mm. it's like they lived, they lived between 2015 and 16. They lived again between 17 and eight. They, it it all was fine when he wasn't there before. So, I mean, I think maybe those indiscretions in those times where Jones got into trouble, showed the UFC that if he's not around, they'll, they're going to be okay. You know? So.
0: Here's the thing, you know, I'm okay with what Jones is doing and saying like he has his own life and you know I think that maybe he's on you know he's coming near the end of his career and he's talked about this as well and some of his last couple fights haven't been very one-sided like they were in the past so I think he realizes now is the time to put all the chips in go for the big fights etc but there's a difference between what he does now and say a big name player who holds out before training camp because at some point there's like a clock there right like you need to come by the start of the season at this point the UFC can let this drag on for as long as they want there's no clock right and that's working against them the one thing that kind of rose me the wrong way is when he talks about like hey if I have to do this to help out my fellow fighter along the way then so be it you know you're not really helping anyone out to be honest like this is not changing anything for any other fighter this is your personal contract negotiation with the fighter you're not galvanize you're not break, you're not doing anything but doing your own thing and that's fine but don't make it seem like you're helping out the younger man by sitting out to try to get your own money because we all know if the ufc would offer him 10 million today which he's deserving he of mm-hmm. he would take it and nothing yes, and definitely. then this would all go away right mm-hmm. so it's a little bit weird so, to say well, like it's you just, know no,
1: because it's different right everybody always said back in the day when everybody was on like beating the drum of we need to do this 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 it's going to take the top guys to do it the reality is when the top guys get what they want they just kind of Like you said, it all goes back to normal, right? right? So it's a matter of Jones getting what he wants. He's not, it's not necessarily him just being like, it's like the greater good is to change the way pay structure is. No, but if he does get what he wants, maybe it shows that if you're someone who has 12, 13 title defenses and is considered the greatest fighter of all time, if you sit out, if you get to that level, that super elite level, and you sit out, maybe they'll give you what you want. But how many guys have gotten to that level that he is to where you can take that stance, you know? But like you said, they'll just sit and wait. They'll just sit and wait. And eventually, they'll take the belt and put it on somebody else. They have to,
0: but I don't think they want to. No, they They don't want to. If you go to UFC.com right now, he's still listed as the champion. No,
1: they don't want to, right? They don't want to. But eventually, if he sits all this time, they'll have to. And look, man, I think the reason the UFC was able to – benefit and do what they did without Jones in that time is because a guy like me had the belt, right? And I could still go to Good Morning America. I could go to Conan O'Brien. I could go to all those big time shows and they still, oh, this dude's the UFC champ. You know what I'm saying? They they weren't going, well, this other guy in the background, you know, got himself into trouble. This dude's the champ now. It was like if they get a guy that can carry the division as I did, especially a guy that stays, the, the one thing that the UFC can't have, is if Jones does get the belt taken from him, the belt starts to just switch hands from guy to guy to guy to guy to guy. That's no good. But because once I got the belt, I just kept the belt the whole time. And the belt was either on me or the belt was on Jones. It still brought that stability to the division. And because I had the belt for so long, I could go anywhere. I can go on any show. I could be with any people. The biggest shows in the world to the smallest shows, they respected me as the champ. And that that allowed for them to be able to be okay without Jones. And I think the guy that gets the belt, whether it's uh, Dominic or or uh, Jan, whoever wins that belt needs to hold on to that belt for a while in order for the UFC to be stable without Jones.
0: Does that no, make sense? No, no, it does, but still, like, it's gonna take a long time for any one of those guys to be on the level popularity wise as John Jones, right? It's not like No,
1: for sure, but I wasn't on the level of John Jones' popularity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: You were I mean, you weren't that far off from being honest. You you know, you guys had the feud, like you helped each other out there. That was a big time fight because you were in the fight mm-hmm. as well. Look at all his other pay per view, you know, vibes, no, sure. right? So no, you I hear you some guy.
1: No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But it brought stability to the division. I think it has to be stable if – they're going to take the belt from
0: Jones. You were a two time Olympia. I mean, listen, you were striking. No, oh, I hear, I hear. Okay, you know. okay,
1: I hear you. Maybe yeah, I'm under, I, I undersold myself a little bit.
0: Yes, a little bit. Speaking <laughs> of which, uh, as we round third here, you know, a lot of rumors about the Reebok uniform deal coming to an end. I actually reached out to Reebok. They wouldn't confirm that it was coming to an end. They would only confirm that their deal is up in December. I'm hearing that it's all but done and it would be a shocker if they reverse course. And you know what? You know what I say to that? You know what I say to that? What? I say good riddance. You know why? Not for the reason you think I'm going to say, because my guy, DC, never got the love from Reebok. I can't <laughs> believe that they never had your back. They never sponsored you. They never give you one of those like fancy deals. They gave Sage one, Page one, all these people, Yair, never you. That always yeah. pissed me off. Always you know, pissed me off.
1: But again, man, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to They gave everyone one. Not I you. don't beg, I don't beg for, I don't beg for things that I don't have. I'm happy with the things that I do because whereas I didn't have Reebok, I had other stuff, monster energy, and another of another a number of other different things that supplemented me and made me okay. I don't I don't harp on things that I don't get though, man. Like if they didn't want to be in my business, okay. Because the vast majority of the people that they went in the business with, it didn't work out. You know, so but but the reality is like I don't I don't hate the reebok deal. I initially, Ariel, I hated the idea of not wearing shorts with all the patches. Today I would never want to go back. I think the sport looks so much cleaner. I think everything looks good. I don't want to go back to looking like we're we're, we're fighters that we're dressed like NASCARs racing around the track. What's
0: wrong with NASCAR?
1: Nothing, but I just don't want. I don't want all the sponsors all over the gear. Just like the NBA, the, they they had a sponsors, but it's just a little one right here, and it looks clean. It looks yeah. professional. I don't want to go back to the day with all the with all the patches and stuff.
0: I I just hope. They're going to do a new uniform deal. I like what the PFL does. You get one. You get like you get one on the shorts and I think two, no, one on the shirt, sorry, and two on the shorts if my memory is correct. I feel like that's fair, right? You can just get one. Look, <laughs> Man, basketball I, players can have their own shoe sponsor. Yes. So it, it,
1: the UFC but, the UFC but listen, the UFC doesn't say you can't go out and get a shoe
0: sponsor. You can get a shoe sponsor. No, but when, when are you at your like most visible? It's when you're competing, right? No, I understand.
1: Reason. But I'm yeah, but I'm saying like it just looks so much more professional, man. I don't know how, I don't know how don't, people could ever, I, I mean, what do you think? Do you agree or do you?
0: I don't, do you I don't like the old uniform life. or no? I don't like the uniform, no. So you like
1: want it. that old way before, yes. like from before?
0: For oh. one reason and one reason only, not because of the look, is because I want the fighters to get as much money as possible. They have a short window, right? Dana White said it himself. It's not a career, right? It's an experience or whatever he said. You got a short window to make money. In the old days, you could sell patch here thing here patch there short there and that was all taken away you had the banners all taken away right
1: you know what's and- unfortunate about that is that mm. by the end of it by the end of the days of sponsorship guys were it was like undersell whoever it is to get whatever you could so there was really no money left in sponsorships you know like or yeah, it's no. a patch a patch before on the front of your shorts one time i got for my t-shirt and that twenty five thousand dollars wow. but again I'm fighting in the main event of pay-per-views, but right. the guy on the undercard who who we're managing is now having to sell that same deal for a thousand dollars because a guy that's beneath him is trying to give it for 500. You understand? Right. It was like everybody was just cutting each other's legs out from under him. Like it got bad at the end.
0: Well, the new, and that's why you see
1: now area, you don't see many sponsors
0: in those other organizations. Well, I'll tell you the new t-shirt slash short sponsor is Instagram. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like fighters do really well on Instagram. I see a yep. ton of them. And I'm not talking about just like the Page Van Zandt's of the world who spoke about this. And like, I know Max does well. Like a bunch of fighters do well. Uh, I think you have a couple of Instagram, you know, um, deals as well. Like it's just a good, you guys didn't have that five years ago, right? That wasn't no, a didn't. thing. So thank God for that because you were able to, to it's a lot that. of
1: money. It's a lot of money. Like when you start to get into like the, the, if you get your followers way up millions, I mean, you're, you can, an Instagram post can go upwards to $25,000, like 25 grand for an Instagram post. Like, or it's called like an Instagram, it's like a run or something where it's like three different things, but you can make 25 grand to do an Instagram, you know, it's like, but guys just aren't, I'm telling you, man, like it, guys were cannibalizing themselves whenever the sponsors were still there by the end, because there was just no money. Like nobody was putting up as much as there was before.
0: Hey, shout out to the UFC for instituting a new uh weigh-in uh hoop of shame. Now it's like a, a square, so you can't hold on to it, right? This is like the DC. I didn't slash see Jessica it. I, yes. Wait, this what is, happened? It's now like a square thing, so you can't hold on to it at all. You didn't see this? No, I thought it was like a curtain, a circle curtain. Yeah, but no, they changed it. They, it's it's now like a square and it doesn't like drape as much. I don't know. This is this seems to be a modification from a couple of weeks ago when uh Jessica I was accused of holding on to it when she came back. So seems like they're.
1: Cynthia Calvillo is certain that yes. she held it. She yes. said she is certain that she held it. And she said part of the reason she's so certain is because Jessica was so happy to only be point three over. She was like, yes. she wasn't, you know, and that, that, that she's certain that she held it, that the towel or the, uh, that thing, whatever it is.
0: Yeah. The, well, it was the hoop of shame. Then now it's the square of shame, I guess. <laughs> uh, shout out to Josh Emmett. The guy like tore every single ligament in his knee and fought for fourteen and a half minutes like that and won the fight. That was revealed last week. Of course, they fought two weeks ago. the The fight against Shane Burgos. That's insane. I don't how know how he you do guys that? do that. I don't know. How, how. do you do, do that? that? Have you ever injured yourself like that in the middle of a fight? I broke
1: my hand in the first round against That's Josh Barnett and fought twenty five minutes. But bro, to is tear that the on you? is that the
0: one? The Chubbs hand?
1: That boy, Roberts Pearson, he knocked it out of the park this week with that one, I with the Chubbs. I wish you would have sent it to me so I could have posted it.
0: I did send it to you. Did you? I thought I did. Maybe I was afraid no, of what you were going to say because last time I sent you the white night one and you got mad about it. So maybe I'm not going to send them to you anymore. Shoot. Well, I'll send it to you, you know, maybe you want to promote the show after the fact. Anyway, that was great. Uh, hey, shout out to, uh, Cam Newton signing with the, uh, the Patriots. Boy, that hurts me. I thought they were
1: dead in the water, man. I thought they were dead in the water with that quarterback. They were going to
0: have to play with, what's his name? Uh, Jared Stitham.
1: Jared Stitham. I was like, oh my goodness. Jared Stitham is going to be their quarterback. I was so excited.
0: No one was more excited than me (laughs) as a Bills fan. I thought this was our year. And now here
1: comes Cam Newton to save the day. Come on.
0: Not not just Cam Newton. Cam Newton with like a massive chip on his shoulder going to prove everyone wrong. He's
1: going to be amazing because he's mad. He's mad. So all of a sudden now we got to see Cam Newton from the MVP season.
0: Yeah. Stupid, man. Like, why would well, guess you what? The entire Bills coaching staff is from Carolina. They know how to shut him down. Yeah. No problem. That,
1: that, that is as wishful thinking that I've ever seen in a long time. You'll you guys it. are just stuck behind the Patriots again.
0: Shout out to Tony Ferguson. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, someone reached out to me from Make-A-Wish. A young mm-hmm. man wanted to, uh, to talk to, to Tony. They can't travel these days because of the pandemic. Yep. Just wanted to talk to him on FaceTime. Tony Ferguson put this young man through a 60-plus-minute workout virtually via FaceTime. The kid was over the moon. What a good guy, that El Kakui, right?
1: Tony Ferguson is the man. I mean, the Make-A-Wish Foundation is a tremendous organization, and um, they're struggling right now to try to keep these kids um, engaged in something for them to look forward to. So the UFC uh, is trying to help with making these wishes come true uh, when the world opens up again. And uh, I'm actually doing one myself too, so. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a kid, uh, come out to the fights with me and just kind of experience the whole commentator, uh, thing whenever it's allowed.
0: Oh, okay. I thought your fight, um, so someone chose you. Someone chose you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What an honor
1: that must be, right? Yeah. It's awesome. It's an honor. It's something you never could have imagined, you know, and I think for myself and guys like Tony Ferguson, we're wrestlers, you know, we don't get those opportunities. So it's special.
0: You have any shout outs of your own or? You know,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was one I wanted, like, there was one at the beginning of the show that right. I, I wanted to say, I wanted to mention something at the end of the show, mm-hmm. but now I can't remember.
0: So Dustin say Poirier, Lil Wayne, Brandon Allen. Dustin
1: Poirier, Lil Wayne, all of Louisiana, you know, the greatest state in the United States, but, um,
0: yeah, I can't remember. A, I don't have yeah. a shout out. All right. Way to finish strong.
1: I really don't have a shout out. I had one. I had a good yeah. one too, but it's gone.
0: Okay. Um, all right. I think we're out of time. We'll shout out Modello as well for being well, – you Yeah, seem, and always. Yeah.
1: yeah. Have their back because they have ours.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: right. Have their back. Is that what it is? Have but, their yeah. back.
0: Support them because support they support them us. them yeah. because they
1: support us. That's yeah. right. That's, that's right. Bad. Yeah. Support yes, them yes. because they support us.
0: And shout out to everyone who continues to watch the show, download the show, rate, review, subscribe to the show. We appreciate you. You are a part of this family, this movement that started in the darkness, in the midst of the pandemic. You are a part of this, and we are going to the top. All right. Yes, But for we are. now, we're out of time. <laughs> so, oh, by the way, happy Independence Day to everyone in Canada and the U.S. Right, July Fourth coming up on Saturday.
1: Coming up, I mean, it's so, going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. What are you going to do? And and congratulations on? to you guys too. Barbecue, just nice barbecue. You know, real. Classic American, uh, 4th of July barbecue, some fireworks, you know.
0: How are you going to do fireworks in your backyard?
1: Well, first off, Gilroy, in our county, Santa Clara County, Gilroy, we're the only place that can sell fireworks. So if you're in the area, stop at the Home Depot. That's where the Gilroy wrestling team selling fireworks. You know, that's our biggest fundraiser. Oh. And, uh, yeah, we throw some firecrackers in the, uh, fireworks in the driveway and we,
0: we just get it going. Isn't that dangerous though? I always it's all like- safe
1: though. It's all safe. It's not the ones that go skyrocketing into the okay. air, right? It's the ones that kind of just go really low. My kids love it. Um, my team does phenomenal from it. Like you know, we want to travel the country. Man, last year we made forty-five thousand dollars in fireworks. So wow. We supported our entire season uh, with that that fireworks. Uh, forty-five
0: thousand dollars in fireworks alone. Yeah, just yeah. from July fourth or in ju- like you do July first
1: more- to the fifth, we get four days.
0: Forty-five thousand dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn yeah we did good I also do a thing right where if you buy a thousand dollars in fireworks I'll actually I'll deliver them personally to your house <laughs> no way are deal. you serious yeah, I do it You're I do it
0: delivering
1: <laughs> yeah because I want to help my team man I want to oh help my team God. how
0: many you I'm end up up with my...
1: the uh, last year I think I did like seven I think like seven
0: will yeah, you do so that this year again
1: I don't know with the fight, you know. I, I can't really like guarantee I'm going to go driving around dropping people's fireworks off, but maybe something. Maybe <laughs> one day and one day only.
0: Oh my gosh! I'm just I trying to help my team, you know. I'm just trying to help my team. I respect it. I was I, I was there. Yeah, hey, I'm just a coach. Me?
1: I'm just a coach of one of the greatest teams in the country. That's it.
0: You're just a coach from Gilroy. Yep. All right. Anyhow, uh, have a great week, DC. Uh, Stay out of trouble there with those punches to the face. Don't get any more cuts. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to TST. Thanks to Corporate Jake. Peace! We're out of here.